Got a text from Lee. Says, and politicians wonder why there is so much voter apathy. They're all the same. I may just skip this next election. Uh, yeah, it, it, it can be tough sometimes. You, you, you want to look for someone that you can sort of admire and look up to. And, and you're right. I mean, that's always been the knock on politicians. They're all the same. I don't know if they're all the same, but these kind of stories don't help with that impression. So let's get the details around this uh, story that David Aiken is breaking. Uh, David, uh, thanks for joining us. Always a pleasure to chat. Yeah, thanks, Shane. You know what? Listen, in defense of politicians everywhere, and this is not a partisan <laughs> thing or whatever, but, you know, if you're a, I don't know, I'll use Alberta. If you're a UCP politician or you're a UCP House official yep. and you're trying to write up some policy documents on a given issue, you think you're going to go hire a new Democrat to do that? No, you're going to hire a UCP person to do that. And you know what? There's rules in every legislature, would be at Alberta or here in Ottawa, that allows some latitude sure. for politicians to go ahead and do that. Okay, so that's that's... It, that's where we should say, yes, sometimes politicians are going to hire, quote unquote, their friends or yep. or connected because you're not going to hire the other team to do your real inside policy polling comms work. But here's the problem is that Aaron O'Toole and the conservatives here in Ottawa for the last like three or four months have been hammering yeah. the Trudeau liberals because lo and behold, the Trudeau liberals did just that. They hired a liberal connected firm, a, a firm run by one of Trudeau's buddies. Um, to do some essentially uh, work for liberal MPs. It's not partisan work. It's it's constant work. And I know it, both folks are not in the biz. This might sound like, yes, it is self-dealing, but it's the sort of self-dealing that everybody's done at all times. And here's the thing. We know about the liberal work because it has to be disclosed. There's rules around it. You've got to disclose it. You've got to say this is what it's for. There's some firewalls. You can't do, you know, you can't do this kind of work. Right. You can do that kind of work. It doesn't matter. The conservatives have just been going crazy for the last six months saying Justin Trudeau gives taxpayer funded contracts to his buddies and finds jobs for liberal insiders. Uh, you've probably seen the story I had online, Shay. W what is it? Conservatives are giving that's taxpayer-funded contracts and jobs to their insiders. <laughs> surprise, surprise. It's, you know, so it, it really, you know, in this case, it, it just sort of goes to, you know, you, you had a very big rock in your little glass house that you threw at somebody else's yeah. glass house, and now it's just blown up in your face. There is a big, there, I think there's a bigger issue here, though, for conservatives. Okay. And I got to tell you, the reason I started digging into these contracts was because I got a tip from conservatives about one particular um, business arrangement. And that involves Aaron O'Toole's deputy chief of staff. His name is Steve Outhouse. And Outhouse, by the way, a proud name, many Newfoundlanders, many Newfoundlanders in Alberta <laughs> probably bear. I want to just point that out. So Steve Outhouse is a really smart guy, a really smart tactician from an, a campaign standpoint. He's been around Parliament Hill for a long time, used to be a chief of staff in the Harper era, and really made a name for himself, I think, because he was the campaign manager for Leslin Lewis. Remember Leslin Lewis? Sure, finished yeah. third in that leadership campaign. But everybody was impressed with her. You got it, absolutely. And 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 Steve was the brains behind that. So when, when O'Toole won the leadership, he said, Steve, I want you in here. I want he of course he gave a contract to Steve's consulting company before he hired him on, right? That's the part of the story here. But then he said, Steve, come on in and be my deputy chief of staff. And Steve accepted the job. But there was an arrangement in which Steve Outhouse was allowed to continue his own consulting company, a consulting company that helps conservatives trying to win nomination contests win those nomination contests. Right. And he's had nine of those out there. 
Now, here's I, I want you to bear with me because this is sort of the how the how things you know how the intra-party fighting sure. can handle yep. uh, can work out. There's a riding in Ontario called Simcoe North, very conservative riding. They're going to vote conservative in the next election. It's, it's conservative. Simcoe North, it's uh, about an hour and a half north of Toronto, cottage country. Beautiful riding. I used to work there. The MP is a conservative, Bruce Stanton. He's retiring. And so every conservative knows the nomination fight, that's... My, many nomination fights in Alberta, that's actually the election. Right. Whoever wins yep. that nomination is going to be the MP. So there's a guy named Adam Chambers who grew up in the riding, uh, young guy, great great guy. I've met him a few times. I, I've known him because he used to work for Finance Minister Jim Flaherty. He's a favorite of some of the Harper-era insiders, that sort of gang. He grew up in the riding, and he, and he knew that this riding was going to come open, and he was ready to become the MP, and he's been, he's been organizing or whatever. Problem? Steve Outhouse, one of his clients, a social conservative client, is poised to beat him. This race concludes on the weekend. And I've got conservatives who are fans of this Adam Chambers guy, a conservative, sort of a, you know, not a SOCON, but a libertarian, that, right. that sort yep. of guy. Yep. He's going to lose to the SOCON run by Steve Outhouse, who's the deputy chief of staff to O'Toole. And as I mentioned, Outhouse has nine of these contracts. And so there are conservatives saying, what is the top aide to the leader doing trying to fill the conservative caucus with more social conservative MPs? Now, in some parts of the country, of course, hey, we want more social conservative exactly, MPs. Sure. Yeah. This is... This has been a constant tension within the Conservative caucus. The, the SOCONs who have definite views about right-to-die legislation, about uh, banning conversion therapy, about you know parents' right to take care of their children, any number of issues. They have strong uh, faith-based views and sometimes are in conflict with their other conservative colleagues. And so this, and this is how this little you know tension that's yeah. been there forever has flared up into this discovery that, lo and behold, O'Toole's office not only gave Outhouse a contract, allowed him to continue sort of essentially what, what one conservative told me was a side hustle to run all these nomination campaigns. If he gets a fee for it, he might earn, you know, anywhere 5000 10000 15000 bucks. That is donor money. That's not tax money. Right. That's money coming from conservative donors to run these nomination campaigns. Uh, in the meantime, you know, the guy gets 160 grand a year, uh, probably uh, somewhere in that range to be the deputy chief of staff to the leader of the official opposition. So that has conservatives inside a little bit. What are we doing here? And then, of course, as you can appreciate the, the headline, um, Aaron O'Toole gives $240,000 for the contracts to his buddies. Well, you know, that is uh, catnip to New Democrats, sure. to liberals, uh, et cetera, et cetera, right? Now, I got a lot of people texting me, David, saying, well, that's party money. No, no, no. We're talking about taxpayer money, these contracts, right? This is this is no different what, than what the liberals are doing. This isn't conservative party money. This is taxpayer money. Yeah, but let me be real clear. There, it's, there is both. Both, yeah. So when I say O'Toole's office has given his buddies, not buddies, supporters, et cetera, $240,000 in contracts, that is taxpayer money. And that's gone to, for example, you know, in Quebec, uh, O'Toole had a campaign co-chair for leadership. It was an MP that lost, a guy named Alupa Clark. Well, guess what? Alupa Clark got a $72,000 contract that you and I pay for to, quote, be an advisor to O'Toole. Other campaign leadership staff got contracts with 80,000 bucks, 30,000 bucks. That's all taxpayer funded. Now, Outhouse, the guy at the center of this, he too got a contract for 18,000 bucks paid by taxpayers to help with the quote transition from Shear to O'Toole. 
Okay. But after that contract was over, O'Toole said, I'm going to hire you. So he's, he's hired. Outhouse is on the public payroll as a, you know, a staffer in the OLO. That's all the taxpayer funded stuff. But there's this separate, as I, you know, as I said, it was called a side hustle. Right. Yeah. That Outhouse has going on where he's running nomination campaigns. That fee is paid by donors to the party. So that is not taxpayers. That is conservative party members who, you know, contribute to a campaign and the funds in that campaign pay for consultants like Outhouse. So you see Outhouse is in the sort of nexus here where he's getting a salary on the taxpayer dime. He once had a contract on the taxpayer dime, but now he's got nine clients. That's on the conservative party donors dime to help with these nomination contests. I I mean, as I say, there's, the big picture here is, first of all, it really neutralizes conservative attacks against the Trudeau liberals for awarding contracts to their buddies, right? Because sure, there's the hypocrisy course, yeah. thing. Yeah. That's first. But then there's this other issue because I've already seen liberals and the Democrats say, see, there's a guy, a top aide in O'Toole's office trying to stack the deck with SOCON candidates. And you know what liberals do in campaigns. They, they go, you know, scary SOCON to the conservatives and they try to scare voters, mostly in Ontario and Quebec, that, you know, O'Toole's going to roll back abortion access rights and cancel same-sex marriage. He's not, but that's what the Trudeau liberals want to scare voters with. And then when they see a top aide to O'Toole in his office, helping out candidates, some of whom, but not all, are social sure. conservatives. Stock in the deck that Then way. they put two and two together, and now they start, uh, they're, away they go to the races. So, so you know, this is why, you know, for Aaron O'Toole, this is a bit of a problem. Absolutely. Uh, that, that he needs to get a hold of. No doubt. Uh, David, great breakdown. Uh, always love the insight. Thanks so much for joining us today. Yeah, no problem, Jay. And again, if you're confused by it all, <laughs> globalnews.ca, we got it online. The full there. story is there, absolutely. Thank you so much, David. Okay, cheers. David Aiken, Global News Chief Political Correspondent, who's been doing some digging here. And um, yeah, I mean, just the the response from, from listeners. How do I get a piece of that action? That's one of the reasons I'm voting for a separatist party. Where do these people come from? They have no morals. Um, and you know what? And somebody's saying, it's 240K. I mean, come on, it's peanuts. Okay, sure, it is peanuts. Uh, let's get away from the dollars and cents and talk about the principles behind it, right? You can't stand up and accuse one party of handing out deals to their friends while you're handing out deals to your friends. doesn't matter what the dollar value is. Um, it's hypocrisy. And I remember, I'm old enough to remember when hypocrisy was something that politicians didn't want to get tagged with. doesn't seem to be as big of an issue now. Uh, but you're right. The dollar numbers uh, are much, much smaller in this instance, but it's the exact same thing. Just cost a little bit less.